me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream, you did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome into DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hi. <laughs> All right, Flash fans, we are going to get into 209. Mm-hmm. Running to stand still. Mm-hmm. Oh man, right out of the gate, I am loving this episode. This is the fall finale, <laughs> like first first bit. That slow motion with with uh, Zoom running past Harrison Wells or Harry Wells from Earth Two in mm-hmm. Star Labs. Ah oh, man, I, man. I my my note was, damn that opening scene is a merry fucking Christmas. Right. And he does. Yeah. He tells Harry, Merry Christmas. Uh, it was good. So it was really good. good. So good. And it did kind of occur uh, to me, like, hey, we kind of lost track of Zoom there for a second. But you realize... For just a second, yeah. You realize the world they're building? Like, on when TV comes back in January, which by all means should be 19, 20, and 21, you'll get Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow all premiering. Unless yeah, they actually, January, January, like, the Flash comes out January uh, 19th. Yeah. Um, Le- uh, Arrow is January January twentieth, and Legends is twenty first. So right. it's three days of DC stuff, guys. You're coming like, straight back to it. And if you're actually going to sit down and watch TV on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, that that uh, during that run, you're going to have your big bads at this point are fucking Zoom, Damian Dark, and Vandal Savage. Any one of those yep. three is a better villain than anything any of these shows have done before. Mm-hmm. It's it's just more menacing outright wholesale. Um, mm-hmm. they've really upped their game as far as choosing a, a villain well. Like, Zoom is just... Zoom is frightening. Yeah. I mean, that's not... Uh, Dark is frightening in his own way, but he's uh, he's also probably one of the more entertaining people on that show at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, it's um, so much fun to watch. And then Savage, I think, has a lot of potential to be... I mean, somebody like that. He's frightening enough when he's getting all stabby-stabby, but when he has the <laughs> Staff of Horus, we're talking about a guy with godlike powers that just really can't die. Unless you turn those yeah. exact same powers on him. And apparently to do that, you have to have some special Cisco design gauntlets and more willpower mm-hmm. than sense. Or... Mm-hmm. And not a Malcolm Merlin hovering around in the shadows waiting to reverse whatever you've done. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> you duplicitous sack of shit. Now, one of the fun, fun things about the Flash show and Central City is they celebrate their superheroes. Which yeah. means that there is now an excuse for flash action figures, which we saw in last week's episode. But this week we got a week. Like, Iris bought a flash doll. Uh-huh. And it says, I couldn't find any green arrow dolls. And Joe goes, don't nobody want a doll of that crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. That was awesome. It really was. 
And God, man, <laughs> like I've, it's usually a cheap shot when they show you a toy in the show and then you're like, oh, I should go buy that toy. But no, somehow this makes sense. They, they like hung a lantern on the toy inside the show. If I went and bought exactly the toy that she was holding up right now, I'd be like, cool, I got a piece. Mm-hmm. They would totally have bought, I would buy it. I would be a cheap fool and I would go buy it. I've seen that toy in stores. <laughs> Why do you not own it already? Because I own several other Flash figures. I don't... <laughs> not a Grant Gustin? Damn it. I don't have a Grant Gustin. Damn it. No. I must rectify this. Yeah. Well, if I get a Grant Gustin, I have to get a Green Arrow. And in real life, they do have a Green Arrow doll. Oh. <laughs> so, and they have a Laurel, and they have a Sarah, and they, oh. have, and they have all the others. Apparently, there's just, a Captain Cold, no, too. I know. Uh, I know. The the bad stranger that comes over and hangs out with the tiny young man was playing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... This was a funny episode. They had a lot of great stuff, a lot of funny stuff, like the like Cisco telling um, Jay and uh, Caitlin, "Oh dear Lord, just kiss already. The thirst is real." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually uh, I've been annoyed with Jay recently. I think I've made that clear. But this you time have, he was finally have. he was finally not a stodgy old curmudgeon for a second, and like had some mm-hmm. fun with people. I liked his running gag about we don't have that on Earth too. Yeah, what is that? Right. I, oh I man! It. it was even cute when they finally got to kiss. It's a shame it's going to end in tears. I just feel that in my gut. Well, sure, sure. Not even sure what the mechanism would be yet, but this doesn't end with a happy family full of tiny no. little Jay Snows. No. Oh, um, God, there was just so much good stuff here. Um, they have the Godfather on Earth too, and Harry Wells oh, just yes. for a moment. Every Earth has the Godfather veto. <laughs> right. They even did the they even did the bit with the music. It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I have exactly uh, the same line. Just written word for word. It's perfect. Yep. Um, so And right before that, there's a, a clip over to, to Hamill, and uh, my note for that was just like, nope, now Mark Hamill is my Christmas present. I really, I don't require anything else for Christmas. I'll be fine. I'm happy. Yeah. By the way, they have completely disemboweled our fanwank, hopeful bullshit theory. They did. It was um, uh, eviscerated in two lines. You want to tell them? There is no trickster on Earth 2. Yeah. And they even they there get to call no it back. We don't have uh what's he? We don't have we don't have a trickster on Earth 2. Oh, he's one of a kind. Um, Caitlin says that. Now she has no real way of knowing that. Right. Um he could totally be on Earth 4 or Earth 5. I don't say Earth 3 because we know that's that's where the crime syndicate lives. So just <laughs> let's just not deal with that. But whole different can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> or season four. Oh, right. Or season three um, really would make more sense, wouldn't it? It'd be more fitting. Uh, sure. Oh, that would be not? fun. Every like you're exploring a different Earth per season. I mean, we're at season two. We're exploring Earth two. Season three yeah. would be the same candidate. I don't know what's on I'm Earth four. I'm ready to go to Earth two. I'm really. I want to explore Earth two. I do. <laughs> I forget which I Earth, Earth it is. I think it's like Earth twelve or something. If they get to that, um, fuck. Someone might know. But on one of them, Jason Todd actually is Batman. And I'm just delighted in the fact that there was a Jason that's a Batman. So it's... I forget what number oh, it was, yeah. but it was my favorite Earth now. Because it made my heart happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um... So, um... Yeah, the... I, I, I love oh. the, the dynamic between Captain Cold and Barry. I just do. I, I meant to I meant to bring this up as a possibility. And, yeah, that was that was great. Um, But if... All right, if the trickster is no longer... Well, that was a possibility I was I was wondering about. Like, could the trickster have maybe crossed over at some point? 
Could Jay yeah, just not see, know that they had a trickster on Earth 1 or Earth 2 because he kind of popped over here? That was my thought, though, because, well, he had to have been in, in our reality. Well, I say our reality. He had to be in Earth 1 because they have the footage from the original Flash show in Earth 1. Yeah. The only difference was is the cops caught him instead of the Flash catching him. <clears throat> that would be enough of a difference, at least, to, to give it some rope to hang itself with. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you wouldn't put it past the trickster to get here, realize there's another James Jesse, and kill him quickly. I'd love to watch that fight. God, I'd love yeah. to watch that. Now, here's, here's one of the real reasons that, like, yeah, okay, they have, they, they have Amanda Pays playing Tina McGee, all right? Yes, it could just be a cameo, but they keep bringing her back. But here, the real reason, like it, that, bothers me as far as like this, ha- it has to there has to be some kind of connection uh, aside from just having Mark Camel uh, and John Wesley Ship and the dude that played uh, Bellows, mm-hmm. all three as well on the show. Mm-hmm. Is Tina McGee in the comics was a love interest for Barry? You're telling me the CW gave up a love interest? <laughs> No, that is really, really hard to buy. <laughs> no, that's that's stock in trade, man. That's a butcher giving up a piece of cow. She's a scientist, and you give, and she's a love interest. And in, no, you don't do that. You're no. at CW. No, Mm-mm. that's your oh, meat. Sweet. That's your bread and butter. No, you're not doing that. But uh, you know, at least one of our theories was was denounced here. Yeah. So. Uh, it, we just have to rework it. You know, we're gonna have to have some time to sleep on this, and and. Reangle ourselves because yeah there's mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason they're necessarily it nah, the 90s flash isn't out yet we just got to figure out another way to sneak it in right and we'll find oh, a way where there's a will there's a way right and we watch that don't have show. anyone named will playing on this show so <laughs> hopefully there's like one listener named will and we'll call that our our necessary quota right right so if there's a if there's a listener named will right in let us know that you exist, and we'll know that there's a way. I'm just gonna assume. I'm gonna assume and move on with it. Um, and look, by the way, uh, hey, all right. So Iris comes up with this uh, crazy idea that she's just gonna spontaneously relieve herself of a lie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I say crazy idea because apparently this is unprecedented uh, territory for the writers. Not so much the writers mm-hmm. of the Flash, but the the rest of the universe have like that. The, this proved something to me. Uh, it, I mean, if if it had never been shown before, it proved to me that you don't actually have to have like a big standout thing. There doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a big plot turn for the even for one no, episode. Doesn't. It doesn't have to be a story arc. I don't have to go through three episodes of why this person's doing. It can be enough that they just decide I'm really tired of having this secret on my chest and I need to tell this person. Mm-hmm. That'll do, pig. And dude, Candace Patton did mm-hmm. a tremendous job. Really did telling Bear, telling Barry and Joe about Wally. Like she Just hung in there with Jesse on So Martin. good, good fucking job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I liked how he left the Joe, room too. I just need to sit with it. It's it's yes! such a fucking plain yes. spoken person thing to do. He is his superpower is being human. I swear to God. Yeah, and I love that he wasn't. You know, he didn't pull a lance and be like, "How could you keep this from me?" Right. He didn't do any of that. He was like, "No, this is my fault because I should have known about him." Yeah, it's uh, like, what do you call it? A twenty year lie. I was protecting oh. myself. Oh man! Well done, Jeez. well done, guys. Such, such a good, <clears throat> good guy. I want to hug him. I know. And then by the by the end of the episode, when you finally get Wally, mm-hmm. um, you like you see that look on Joe's face, and it's like it's taking everything he's got not to just go hug the kid, but mm-hmm. he knows it's not the right thing. Maybe need to let this breathe a second, but 
But even like the the the, the panic when mm. when Wildy looks around and goes, "Oh, I did, you have company. I should maybe come back I, later." Should, and no, he no, just no, goes, no. He's, he's, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's a um, yeah. Like he's a he's a fun person to have in the show because just it, he's the ultimate Boy Scout for the show. I mean, he's you know he's got his flaws. He's pulled a trigger a few times when he shouldn't have. But um, what Boy Scout hasn't? He seriously he he does the best job of making sure that even the super powered people on the show have something to look up to. Mm-hmm. Man, man, he's just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> pretty happy with him. I'm pretty sure about that. <clears throat> um, mm. and then we got to see like Patty really come in with some some real spine, like some right? real backbone I, in her backstory. I I cracked up when she like kind of turns to Barry and goes, "I don't have time to bring you up to speed," and he goes, "That is ironic, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed her. I, I did. Um, I always enjoy Patty though. Yeah, I really have enjoyed her. Um, but she got to really do some some fun kind of. It's like, it was kind of the theme for the week. Everyone got to do their emotional scene. Mm-hmm. And it somehow felt, I don't know, they earned it. There there weren't a lot of moments where I was kind of watching, going, "Why is this person breaking down on me all of a sudden?" Right. No, with Patty, it made perfect, perfectly good sense. And it, with I gathered that uh, Marden had um, had shot her dad back when he was just a petty criminal, like no powers, no powers as of yet. I mean, God, that was like fifteen years ago. So he's been a yeah. petty criminal for like twenty years, and then the last you know year or so, he's gotten this world changing capacity. By the way, he can fly. Liked that. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I love that. Like Cisco is like trying to explain how he's not really flying, right? Here he just goes. Nope. No, he can he fly. Can fly. <laughs> Occam's razor, man. Don't. <laughs> the thing you need to know about this is he can fly. All right. So I. Oh, and I then he's whether walking this was... across the fucking helicopter blades, or just running across. That was yeah. a great shot. Gotta love that. That was a great shot. Um, I'm not sure whether I like this or not, but Cisco's "How you like them magnets, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Actually, but in that scene, the thing I liked more about it was uh, Harry and Garrick working together. Um, they're they're both on exactly the same page. Uh, they mm-hmm. know exactly what's going on. And there's it, like Cisco's really stepped up his super science game. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nice to see him get completely schooled. Like there's still something you can learn, kid. Yeah, <clears throat> I enjoyed that. Like I, hey, you still know what? I, from Harry after all this time. I learned something about in this episode. Um, I did not. I had had not fathomed. That C4 dreidels would be so creepy. Oh, God, they're real bad. Those were really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of, like, did the thing where I kind of jumped around because I thought I saw a dreidel rolling up to me. <laughs> it's like... Ugh. <clears throat> Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, a line I really enjoyed. My stocking won't be completely stuffed until it's filled to the brim with bloody flash parts. <laughs> you terrible lovely man uh yeah i just i'm sorry man i love i love hamill so much and it was it was a it was a it was a good little um you know short of some giant fucking super earth 2 magnetic science plan that they had a really good one mm-hmm a hundred randomly placed bombs oh my gosh and, when and they hamill go- just sitting there all indian style on his uh on his little, uh, what do you call it, like a Santa throne? I don't know what those things are called. Mm-hmm. Just 
just laughing his ass off. Mm-hmm. And I really, man, Barry did a great job with one little moment where he, like, he realizes how beaten he is by this scheme, and he just, it, there's a moment of begging, just please don't. Yeah. Like, but, but like, as soon as he's accepted his fate at that point, just please don't blow up those children. Really good moment. Now, even better moment though. Harry walk like they open the door. The kid opens the door. There's Harry Wells. Your toys. <laughs> Give them to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, loving Kavanaugh this season so much more than last season, and I loved him last season. I know. He managed, to, and I think it was his choice to go kind of really different with it. Uh, the way they, uh, the way they sounded in interviews, was it was the the writers had just kind of written Harrison Wells again, and he went, no, 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 I'm going to do some, I'm going to do some more stuff. And I think at this point they're incorporating it really well because mm-hmm. um, Harrison Wells wouldn't have walked. It, even evil Harrison Wells would have probably like tried to massage that situation. No, this guy just walks up to the child, give me your toys. Yeah. Oh, now, and as many Christmas presents as there are uh, mm-hmm. in this episode, like the first scene, Hamill in general, um, the best one the writers gave me was that even in introducing Wally and even during all of that honesty, like Joe goes off screen to talk to Francine. Mm-hmm. They didn't bring that walking trope back. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. It really not her fault. I thought she did a fine job with a bad character, but she was a bad character. I don't want to see her mm-hmm. again. I have nothing for her. Yeah. Not a present under that tree. And I like I really like Joe's little uh sideline with the the watch. Mm-hmm. Oh my hell. gosh. No, Just no, it wasn't even cute, dude. Like I thought it was so important and so amazing. Like I I almost wept. Like cuz oh. he he wanted Barry to know that dude I I wanted to give this to my son, and now I have. Like, right. Just because I have a biological son doesn't mean you're not my son. Shit's about to get really weird, but um, like he was solidifying their relationship. I, I just thought that was amazing. Like, that was good. a really was a good touch. touch. Like, I knew I've they actually, were going to do that. I've had someone give, like, my dad gave me a watch one time with the hope that I would suddenly start being on time to things. I laughed when he said that story. It was like, oh, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. It didn't work, unfortunately. But it was a good try. Right. <laughs> Still have the watch. Battery needs to be replaced. Oh, you were talking earlier about, like, Snart and Barry. Um, oh, yeah. They're, yeah. The, the break-in scene is phenomenal. Just really mm-hmm. fucking good. And Barry's such a dick, and, uh, and Snart's just, like, just kind of answers him with... Uh, Merry Christmas, Barry. Right, <laughs> just to walk out. And I mean, come on, you know what? Why don't don't call him on it? You know, he's not there yet. But this is the closest thing he gets to. This is the closest he gets to doing a good deed. Let it be. What I, yeah, and what I really dug is Barry's got to put like, a label well, on it and shit. Yeah, and be a dick about it. Just be a right. dick. <laughs> you got start over here going. Well, I'm not exactly a hero. And then Flash goes. Well, you're doing a pretty lousy job of being a villain this week. Like, this week? (laughs) Okay, well, thanks, Abed. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you just call this a season, too? Uh... But I I liked it, still. Yeah. It fits their their dynamic. I like the line uh, about, like, you know, me and my friend saved her sister's life, and you can't stand on on me a marker. Um, That was a good call. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's just one more line as he goes out, like, sorry, I'm not interested in being a hero. Oh, the hell you're not. I'll see you in January, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he says that in the Legends of Tomorrow trailer, and he's like, well, you're more than heroes, you're legends. Well, that sounds right up Snart's alley. Like, right? Like, you a legend. 
<laughs> well, there's no money in it, but you're saying you're saying timeless fame, huh? Hmm. All right, I'll take currency and timeless fame. Now, I mean, I don't know when is uh, coming back exactly, and what the uh, the running is going to be. We know that like they are going to kill off characters in Legends of Tomorrow, right. and there is speculation, and uh, Bethany actually. I actually want to start uh, like a Deadpool on that. Yeah, well, Bethany let me know about this. Prison mm-hmm. Break is coming back, so... Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Snark and Heat Wave right there. Mm-hmm. So, if they get their limited series, their Prison Break limited series on Fox... Well, not necessarily, though. Um, To my knowledge, they're, how much filming do they really have left for LOT? I don't know. I mean, they started a couple months ago... Um. I don't know. I I forget how many episodes it's supposed to have. Isn't it like a thirteen run or something like that? I I probably I don't know. I mean, it's not even a full season. They've been pretty. Uh... But they haven't. They have been very careful about not saying that there's a season two yet, officially. Mm-hmm. All kinds of fucking rumors about what would be involved in season two. Uh, obviously, my favorite being the the Constantine might be a regular there. Oh man, uh, Carlos Valdez actually came out and said that he is actually doing a variation of Cisco. Really? Yeah. Like another timeline or another Earth? He didn't specify. He just I'm says he, way. he said he's got a fun take on a fun take on the character on Legends of Tomorrow that he's already filmed. Oh, that's awesome, right, dude? That I, we've said it before, but like when we first met that kid, it was it was really we had some troubles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was just out of context or what, and he would be a little fish out of water over on Arrow. Um, you know, sure, chasing, getting chased down by a fucking Deathstroke. Sure, um, but yeah. It, mm, mm. God, he's been so great, so great since. I'd love to see. I want to see the full vibe thing happen. I even want to. I want to see him turn into one of those cocky, confident fucking hero types that still has like a really good quip. Yeah, I. What I. What I hope for. <laughs> what I hope for with <laughs> with vibe. <laughs> I don't remember what comic it was from, but this is the basic tone, the basic vibe, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a scene, I think it's a Justice League book, where he's sitting at, in the Hall of Justice at a table, and friggin' Hawkman sits down. <laughs> and he sits down right next to Cisco, and Cisco looks over and goes, You're covered in blood. <laughs> and Hawkman is just like, Yes. And like the next panel is like just him moving a few chairs down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no no he's like yes he's like well are you are you okay he's like it is not my blood and then he just like quietly moves a few chairs down that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> sorry gosh yeah just like, like okay alright anything else to, uh, did you see the promo for next week um no I actually didn't I, I tried to look for it for a second promos actually are kind of hard to find sometimes I don't know. Oh, I'll no. just go to YouTube Flash to. Well, by the way, you don't mean next week, obviously. You mean next. Yeah, n- sorry. Season. Yeah, next season. Next, next season. Next. Next. Whatever. Run. We'll say next. <laughs> next run. month. We'll say next month. January nineteenth. Um, right. Next episode and beyond. Um. Now, look. Were you? I was slightly annoyed. Um. When, like at the end of this episode, what we have is like the same thing we had at the end of or somewhere around the middle of last season was all right. Well, we can't trust Harrison Wells anymore. We well. 
Well, we knew that we couldn't trust him because his daughter was kidnapped anyway. And Yeah, as long as you've got a daughter being held captive by Zoom, which, uh, by the way, I know they've got a lot going on, but that is a really, that, that, that is an important thread to have kind of dropped for a few episodes. Mm. Even for a crossover, that seems like a, I would have liked a one-liner to kind of say, show that you were still juggling that one. Yeah, I, you know, I really like loved it in this episode when Barry uh, invited him to the party, and he says, "I don't, I don't celebrate until my daughter's back." Right. Like, okay. Oh, and by the way, I really like Barry's little uh, speech through the glass to his version of Harrison Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was that was nice. And, and I a, think it's I think it's important for us to remember, even if he is helping, really, he's obviously reluctantly helping zoom he doesn't want to help zoom and i think that makes yeah. all the difference in the world uh I mean, last season pissed at him at the end of the episode he's yeah. uh, you're fattening like a turkey or like a whatever i think it's a turkey but <laughs> you're just fattening him no a goose mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with goose as finalist i don't know um, but... but yeah it's it's a cool it's it's a neat concept that he's that that's why he's brought all these people over i i, I really love when you like flash is very much monster of the week sometimes uh, all these shows are it's a it's a sure. thing you have to do um, that's not part and parcel of the procedural, man. Yeah. It, I, I'm not holding it against him. It's a thing you do. And when you do it well, you deserve rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, but they putting like a, a, an overall scope to it giving it kind of a, a mechanism that mm-hmm. you can make them out of is always, every time you see someone do that trick, well, it's really, I, I appreciate it so much. Yeah. And one of the, one of the problems that we talked about earlier in the show was, you know, why doesn't zoom just get his ass over here and take him down himself? Well, right. okay. Well, that makes a little more sense now. And I, I can't help but wonder if this is going to be, this really is just going to be the one, the old Jet Li movie. Like, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Scott Madison. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but. He's a guest. Who, uh, yeah, said that uh, in reference to Zoom and, and Barry, like, uh, are you familiar with the one, the Jet Li movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's a guy running around uh, killing himself so he can gain more power. Right. Um, that makes no sense to someone who doesn't. <laughs> that would probably makes sense to nobody, but he's traveling the multiverse, killing alternate versions of himself. Yeah. Um, um, so that their life energy goes into you know the fewer ones. Anyway, yeah, it whatever you know it it's a it's a fine enough mechanism. I'll play with it. Yeah. But you get the feeling that it's not like that. He has to eliminate Barry. It's not like it goes into an overall speed force pool or something. It he seemed mm-hmm. to have. He seemed to have actually taken, physically taken, the Speed Force from Jay Garrick. And I gather mm-hmm. that he's got to go do that to Barry, too, if he wants it to work. Yeah. So he's got to come over here and face Barry down at some point. Yeah. Uh, oh, Now, at the end of the little speech where uh, Barry talks Patty off the uh, off the ledge. By the way, Patty, great trick with the, the leg holster thing. The, mm-hmm. the leg bolt. That was a lot Good of fun. Call. That Good is call. a lot of fun. And I am great excited speech. to see where she goes. Oh, yeah. She's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I, I think these may be the dark clouds they were setting us up for just there previously. Hopefully this is kind of where they were going with that. I, don't, I mean, they, they seem to have sown a couple more seeds about Barry and her relationship maybe having room to grow rather than it being a dead mm-hmm. end between when you get to the I'm the flash point. Um, didn't mean for those words to work out that way, but whatever. Right. Well, now, I mean, but yeah. Trickster at the end of that is my favorite part of that speech. Just sobbing. That was beautiful. Yeah. Here's what I'm hoping for. We've got all the players set up mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. By the end of the season, I'm hoping Zoom, instead of Oliver needing to come over and, and save Barry's ass, like he did with Reverse re, Reverse Flash, if I can mm-hmm. speak, um, 
I'm hoping Zoom is taken down by Jay Garrick. Like, let's say like he they actually do. He kind of takes Flash out of the equation for a minute. Let's, it, he get, winds up getting saved by Jay Garrick's Flash, Kid Flash, who would be Wally West, mm-hmm. Jesse Quick, who's Harrison's daughter, mm-hmm. and freaking Hot Pursuit, Patty Spivet, complete with her freaking cosmic motorcycle. Awesome. <laughs> And it'll probably take that many speedsters to take Zoom down. And just a weepy Joe in the corner going, I don't even know what's happening. I don't even know what's happening. Oh, and I mean, great. You know, screw it. Who Let's just throw watch? in Vibe 2. Let's just throw in Vibe 2. Why not? That's that's Why the not? end of that's my perfect end of season two. And they can end the series. <laughs> let's not get let's not get greedy. <laughs> let's not get all American television on this ship. Just call it. Call it a day. Dude, do you realize how much like Hamill's a really great person. It, it it's 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 okay to love his characters, the ones he creates, because he obviously mm-hmm. loves them as much or more than we do. You realize, like in in a three week period here, he's reviving a character he started in you know like twenty five years ago, and then another mm-hmm. character he started probably what what is he forty when the hell thirty forty years ago? Yeah, dude, dude actually pays attention to his characters and cares what happens to their continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is. Uh, I, I don't know how to be thankful enough without sounding sarcastic. <laughs> I won't even try, but no, I have feelings. I, I, I loved him telling uh, Martin and Snart, we'll all go out, get a few drinks, kill a few carolers. We'll all feel better. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just I love Hamill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got anything else? This nah, episode. man. No, nah, great episode. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, great episode. Um, my, my big uh, hang up, my big hiccup was that uh, they, man, they really, really need to tell Patty. And it looks like in the promo for next, well, next episode, mm-hmm. it looks like that's gonna be, like, I mean, we've actually got them just sitting down with Barry, going, "Dude, you need to tell Iris, <laughs> or you right. need to tell Patty." Not, <laughs> I think it was Iris telling Barry, "You have to tell Patty about this." Um. Iris should and, know, like, trust it, her. Yeah, it looks like she's going to actually be in a uh, kidnapped situation. Of course. So. Of course. That's fine. Whatever whatever gets her on that cosmic motorcycle, man. <laughs> no, you want them to, it, they should defeat uh, an, an unknown alien force named Lobo and she takes his bike. <laughs> no. No. She can never get it off that damn death metal station he was listening to. Ugh, that would be terrible, sir. Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. There's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There's a band in there that's, uh, I'll never I'll never remember the name right now, but every time I listen to the soundtrack for this guy, I'm reminded of those guys, this giant astral band that, like, uses whole planets as amplifiers. And mm. It's considered, like, an international or an intergalactic uh, violation to be within a certain amount of, like sectors for where they're actually performing. Right. Whole worlds have collapsed in the middle of a concert. You call that a mosh pit, man. Sure. Show me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there. Yeah, I know. All right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> go watch Rick and Morty, y'all. Um, <laughs> in the, you got, yeah, you got a go few watch weeks. It you in, got a f- in the meantime, where we weeks. won't be there for a few weeks. Should we reach that? Should we go ahead and mention? Oh, do you want to? Uh mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll be around with news, but we, I mean, obviously the shows are taking a break, so, so must we. Right. I mean, shit, we don't get Gotham until what, February? 
end of like end of February. Uh, we we won't have these until the end of January. Yeah, all three of those shows won't be back to the end of January, yeah. and then um, oh god, yeah, um, end of January. Then hell, you don't get Gotham back until like right now. The air date for Gotham is February 29th, so just mm-hmm. deal with that. And there actually isn't mm-hmm. an official air date for Supergirl. We don't know when we'll be back with that after this next week, obviously. Right. So like we may be dealing, we may be like balls deep into the BBS premiere before honest to God, we might have BBS before we have Supergirl. If they do it all kinds of weird. I, I have to imagine they'll have Supergirl back on and kind of throw in something. They'll, they'll do something before BBS, but I mean, they bought nine episodes. Is that right? For the back half? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Which makes it 20 episodes total. Uh, which puts them at, I don't know. Yeah, in, impossible to predict. Plus, CBS, they can, eh, they'll get, they're going to get weird on us at some point. Yeah, sure. But, you know, the, and the important thing to remember is that, uh, you know, we're going to be around. Back with and the we news. we love you guys. Rambling every week. Well, maybe not every week, but, I mean, like, things have slowed down in the news so much. Yeah. The last, we haven't just even the last couple really weeks. properly done one for, for about a week and a half now. It's going to be nearly two weeks by the time we actually get around to more news because it, mm-hmm. it hasn't really been coming out that much. The it's holidays happen much. even to Hollywood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I fully expect that we'll come back during this this little hiatus with at, at the very least a, uh, a as promised uh, Gotham uh, defense with uh, Matt Carroll of the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Yeah, he's um, determined to come defend it, and we're determined to have him come defend it. Yeah, because uh, we had a lot of fun with him a couple days ago. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the very least, we'll have some fun. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to pop on next week and do, like, the uh, roundtable Jessica Jones discussion, right? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be coming up uh, thusly. So <laughs> you're not getting rid of us. Pending. Try as you might. Try as you might. Anyway, we are DC on screen, and you can find every episode of DC on screen at dconscreen.com, oddly enough. And you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and really, just go give us reviews, man. Come on. (laughs) It really does help us out, and we would appreciate it and love you forever. As Christopher White or Scott Mattinson, man. We we love those guys. That's true. And they haven't even done that. They haven't even done that over on iTunes. They just talk to us. That's fine, too. We're lonely souls. (laughs) It all helps. Yeah. So, uh, until then, keep some DC on your screen and, uh, and all that good jazz. We're coming right back. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. 
<clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The hour and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.